0: I'm Sales Team Turnaround Specialist, Jeremy Demerchant, and each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. And we are live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number twenty-eight. I can't, I'm, I'm going to eventually have to stop doing this with my hands on the screen because I'm going to run out of fingers. Episode 28 of Sales Team Rescue. I am your host, Jeremy Demerchant. And today we have another special guest. We have Doyle Bueller from the Department of Digital. And by the way, that's the domain department, D E P T dot digital. Um, I love the way he's he's leveraged his whole digital experience. Um, he has been in business for over 18 years. Uh, previously was a military pilot and an aerospace engineer. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> went and got his MBA and launched a couple of startups. One that just happened to be one of the top 40 fastest growing companies in Canada. Hmm. Now he has ventured uh, a- across the world, way down under, um, is based in Australia and spends his time in the digital space, helping small businesses uh, establish
1: their digital platform. So, Doyle, thank you so much for being here on Sales Team Rescue. Wow, thank you so much, Jeremy. A pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for the wonderful introduction.
0: Yeah, well, you know, it's it's exciting because um, we don't normally... We, we talked a little bit about lead generation in general on this show. Yeah. But for you, I want to I go deeper and pick your brain, because we haven't had people... Um, that had the, I guess, the, 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 the scope that you do. And we've had very specific people in lead generation. We've had people talk about um, unique things that they happen to be doing that caught on. Mm. Uh, but you do this as your core business, helping people set up their platforms. And one of the challenges for a lot of sales teams or people running sales teams is where are the lead's coming from. And we had this mm. conversation earlier before we went live that there's a lot of companies that have these great websites from the perspective of aesthetics. And I've got like one of my best friends is a web designer. I know a lot of great web designers, but a lot of companies sell pretty websites (laughs) and that's cool. (laughs) They just don't make you money.
1: Or their website is what I call a brochure site. It's like, it's, there's nothing there. There's nothing to keep you there. Exactly. Exactly. So um,
0: tell me a little bit about this world of, you know, online traffic, social media, and I don't want to get too, too, too broad, but I think it's important that the audience understands what the opportunity is know um, outside the walls. Cause often we have people in a sales team, maybe they're doing business development, they're cold calling people, they're doing messaging strategies on LinkedIn, things like that. They're going through Facebook groups, trying to, trying to build connections. Um, but most people don't look at the, their audience as mm. a whole and how to segment those
1: and how you treat them. So
0: let's dig into yeah. that a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I mean, G- Google's actually done, they've done some amazing things, obviously, in search and, and ads and that sort of thing. And they've done a study a number of years ago now called The Zero Moment of Truth. And what it does is it actually describes the journey of a typical customer before they lay down their credit card kind of thing. And it doesn't matter if you're a service-based business or a product-based business like Amazon or whatever. Um, the, The numbers are pretty similar, and there's obviously going to be some variation. But what they found is for... Um, somebody just want to do business with you they had, need to spend about seven hours 11 touch points and about four channels uh, mm-hmm. getting to know you and it's all part of you know what you probably heard before the no like trust uh, triangle in terms of how do you spend time with somebody because it's no different than you know if you go into a store a retail store or look you know for a a real estate professional or financing professional professional, you really kind of want to get to know them and to trust them and to like them before you're ready to, Mm -hmm. to kind of put your credit card down and say, yeah, you're, this is what I want to do. So, I mean, there's a lot of different steps that that you can take to actually um, do that. But, but typically that's sort of the disconnect that you're talking about at the beginning is that, yeah, pretty.
0: You might've lost him. Let's see if he jumps back on the beauty of life. All right, so uh, while we wait for him to come back, though, because we are live, um, the I'm really interested to know how he recommends going. Oh, here he is. He's back, <laughs>
1: <Good>. <laughs> and you're back. All right. <laughs> 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 awesome. uh, don't know where it cut off or where you want me to continue. <laughs> uh, well, so, so let's, uh, let's just dive in um, with
0: when, when, a, when a small business is looking at trying to get on social media. Okay. You mentioned yeah. the, the four channels that I think is really, really interesting. Um, because, People have, you know, they'll have their main channel of, of sales. If, if they don't, they don't have the process, right? So they got at least one. And then they start looking at digital platforms. Is this enough to just be on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram? Or like, what, what does that, when, when you're helping someone design a strategy the way you do, yeah. how do you help
1: them look at that? well the most important thing is is taking a look at everything right i liken it to building a a building right you start with a a foundation Mm -hmm. and the foundation has to be solid and you have to have all the elements in it so it's what we call sort of developing a a, a strategic architecture which basically combines uh, you know um the value that you're providing to your audience what they're you know receiving as value and and um the community as well that you're trying to build. So there's a lot of stuff that needs to go into it. And a lot of us just kind of, you know, fly by the seat of the pants and there's nothing wrong with that, you know, but at the same time, are you building a, a business that's going to last? And if it's, you know, most think we are, but if you're not building a strong foundation up front, um, then that can really affect the long-term viability of the business. Um, you need to be able to understand what makes your business solid, right? That value that you're going to deliver and how you're going to deliver it over time. And if you don't have that sort of set up properly, um, you know, of course, there's there's the opportunity that, yes, you'll do okay, right? Not necessarily going to fail, but, you know, could you do better, Could you pull in an audience from elsewhere? Could you reach customers, uh, you know, across the province or the country or around the world or that sort of thing? And we have a tremendous opportunity in front of us. I mean, you can if you want. Not everybody wants to, of course, but you can if you want. Have customers from around the world, and it's no different than having customers next door to you. And so if you look at that as as a massive opportunity for sales for your business, like, I don't know, why wouldn't you kind of thing? But you have to have that foundation. So what we do is take a step back and, say, and analyze that value and see what is, it, what is that message that we're trying to actually connect with our audience and how are we trying to connect with them. And then that's where we can build this strategic architecture that says, hey, our business is about, you know, entertainment, instant gratification and um, mass customization or something like that. You know, three core concepts that really tie everything together. And then that then relays into the content that you talk about, the social media that you develop, the videos that you produce, the, the shows um, that you can kind of broadcast as well. So it's really sort of important to get that lined up first. And that gives you that um, staying power as well over the, over time. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. So if somebody's, let's just say, um, somebody's looking to explore social media or mm-hmm. start mapping out the, the simplest, most basic version of a digital strategy for sales. They want to generate some sales online. Yeah. I know there's lots of things. There's, you know, the, <laughs> the world of digital marketing is huge. Um, I happened to pull a customer, uh, you know, just a couple days ago from a Facebook group. And I mm-hmm. just engaged and suddenly we got into a conversation close closed the sale. So, but if somebody, in a, it might be a little different based on the industry, but in general, What's the, for lack of a better phrase, fastest path to cash
1: for someone who <laughs> wants to path. engage um, from a through a digital platform? You, you need to spend the time um, to to actually do it. So it, it does take time, as as you alluded to there. You you had to spend that time in that group, and you probably, I, I don't know for certain, certain, but you probably spent some time before um as well and you might have just been sort of lurking and and that kind of stuff Um, and and truthfully it was somebody
0: that i invited to the headspace tv group
1: oh okay okay okay. so i knew them in advance
0: uh, and then it was an easy connection so
1: yeah uh, yeah But, but it really comes down i mean look you see i guess there's a couple things to consider right the first one is that in order to start a conversation what do you have to do well you have to go out there and be inquisitive and talk with people and and um, uh, create content as well that people kind of can respond to as well so it's not just a pushing stuff out there and hoping somebody's gonna click on your link or whatever the case may be it's really fundamentally it's a human skill and you have to go out and make those connections and whether you do it or you do it through ads or whatever through a va um, those kinds of things. It's really about starting the conversation and finding your tribe, right? Finding your audience. Um, you wouldn't go into a baking group, you know, if you were looking for, you know, certain types of, of customers, uh, mechanics, let's say that was your, your industry niche. So you need to find out who that is. What are they doing? How are they doing it? Where are they going? Where are they are spending their time? Take a look at all these behaviors that people are um, doing and then you start the conversation. Um, but where a lot of businesses miss out is okay. They start the conversation or they'll make some posts on their Facebook page or whatever the case may be, their Facebook group, but then they just leave it. There's nothing really kind of to continue that conversation or to move them along that journey type thing. We, we kind of really have to understand what, um, journey we're taking our, our audience through because they've got a problem. They've got a challenge right? How do we deal with that in the digital space? It's no different than if you talk with somebody at a coffee, uh, you'd kind of walk through, well, what are your problems? What are your challenges? You know, how, how can we help them along that way? Um, in the digital space, it actually has extended out a lot further. So it's not, there is no sort of overnight success here. You do have to spend the time there's and no that's where more? you're, <laughs> no, there's not. That's where you have to spend that time to have that strong foundation, have an understanding of your customer, what are they doing what are the, what behaviors are they exhibiting, and then you're able to again move them along that journey and there's in this in the sales area I mean there's it's so many companies are missing out on the opportunity because they just simply don't have a lot of the pieces in place. If you go to your website, is it just a contact us form? Well, you know I said a lot of websites are just brochures. And the contact us form as well. That's like the phone number at the bottom of the brochure. Am I going to call you? Maybe, maybe not. If I'm what I call in the 3% of your, your target market. Yeah, I'll call you. But if I'm outside of that, there's 97% of your market that you're not actually um, communicating with that. You're not actually addressing. So you need to take a look at those steps as well. So, so let's
0: dig into that. So you, you talked about the 3%. So we we're before we we went live. You were talking about how not all of the audience is created equally, right? Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about that. Where where how can you categorize people um, so that you can maximize where you're focusing your energy?
1: Well it's no different than you know if you go buy a, you know a, a big ticket item in in the stores or whatever big screen TV or a house or whatever the case may be, you're gonna spend some time going through that and and again we follow the these same steps as well and that's what pe- sometimes we've just forgotten that it's it's not necessarily easier it's not less complicated we're actually doing the same. Uh, behaviors offline and online. So how do we actually do that? And again, this is coming from the early days of websites where you built the website and you made it into a brochure and then people would contact you. Um, But again, the point is, is that, yeah, there's a whole gamut of people who aren't quite ready yet for what you have or quite even ready to understand that they have a problem. So 3%. Yeah, they're ready to buy, they're ready to purchase, ready to do business with you. They might know you from before, they might, you know, be familiar with what you do, but ultimately, you know, they're they're kind of keen on doing business with you. You have about 30% that they're never going to do business with you for whatever reason. You're in a different city, a different, you know, you wear a black polo shirt or your hair's actually I got, did get a haircut, but your hair is too long. <laughs> so, you know, it's no different than us, right? You don't want to do business with everybody. You just kind of get that feeling that whatever, it's fine. But you have sixty-seven percent remaining. That somewhere in that space to get them to the three percent, they're there, right? And we just have to gain, guide them along that pathway, nurture them along that process, um, so that we're able to help them with their problem. We're able to educate them and inform them and that sort of thing. You know, what is the fir- one of the first things that people do is they Google right? They're looking for an answer. So if you can provide that answer and you're high in the rankings or your content is directed at that specific question that people are asking at that beginning of that journey, guess what? You can then help them through that whole entire process to get them into that 3% as well. Mm, I like that. Yeah. One of the, the structures
0: that, that I coach a lot on, I call it the sales authority blueprint and Mm. it starts with exposure. How do you get in front of a new audience? Then how do you engage them? Um, sorry, experience first, sorry, experience first. How do they create an experience with you before you actually know, which is the Google, which is the website, which is the social media, right? Yeah. Before you get yeah, yeah. into engage um, where they're actually putting their hand up. No, I think that's huge. So in order for someone to get into that 3%, they need to know you exist.
1: Correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is Do you have any recommendations? So when people are going out, let's just say that they pick one platform. I recommend pick one platform to start with, you know, master it and then, you know, move on now. Am I wrong? Do you think I should jump on three and have something, and then focus my
1: energy on growing one? No, I, I'm I'm with you on that one. And you need to focus on. Look, you can be everywhere, but you have to look to at where is your customer, where is your audience? Um, are they on LinkedIn? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Twitter? Are they on TikTok? Right, so you have to take a serious look you don't need to be everywhere right if people are willing to find you then or sorry if you're willing to get that content out there you know produce sort of that alignment out there then it doesn't really matter as long as that's where your customer is and that's what i always say is yeah well where are they focus in on one area and then you can always add to that right but um get get really good at at that as well i met a fellow from australia um who's, he's just focused in on Twitter and that's all he does he doesn't want to do Facebook at all and it's like okay cool <laughs> um well, you know
0: it, it's interesting when uh, like there are recent election we had in Canada uh i noticed that the leader of one of the political parties yeah did a video on TikTok like it was a big deal like why is this person on TikTok nobody who the, the, the demographic that uses TikTok is not old enough to vote right now <laughs> and I thought there that's genius because they will be next election.
1: Yeah. There you go.
0: Get them ready. right. Prime so, the pump. <laughs> yeah. So they're getting that exposure. And then also it got exposed to everybody else because it was reported on. So it was very interesting.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. So, yeah. So pick one initially and, and get, get comfortable with it. Uh, sometimes you, you may need to, for example, if you, especially if you're B2B, right, you're going to need LinkedIn and you're probably going to need, you know, Facebook or Twitter as well. So, but, you know, you can you can repurpose a lot of the content that you produce. You can reuse it. You can, you know, build up strength as well. So from one to two, it's not a big change. But two plus, it's, it becomes quite, you know, liber- laborious for, for companies to be able to manage that as well. Because then it comes down to, well, what are we supposed to post here? And that's why, you know, you need sort of a, a strategic roadmap to say, this is what you're going to post in this month and this is what you're going to post in the next month kind of thing. Um, but a lot of businesses don't spend the time up front to say, okay, let, let's plan this out. What's my content plan uh, for the next three months even, right? Not not even the next year or so. <laughs> mm, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of it as well. I get it.
1: Yeah. Um, well, we, so- we kind of get caught in the instantaneous manner of, of, Facebook, for example, where yeah, content doesn't exist for very long. It comes and it goes. Um, so it's sort of that that ever-depleting supply. It's just, well, put whatever up, what we, whatever we need. Just put it up. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I'm guilty of that too, right? Because yeah, yeah. sometimes you just want to get something up or whatever the case may be. You've got something interesting to say. But, you know what? Do that. Like, don't – you, you mm-hmm. really have to focus it as well. You just can't – Social media and digital—it's—it it, can't be like a side activity. It has to be part of your core business. This is what we're doing in the digital space. This is how we're growing our customers. This is how we're growing our audience. You have to have that purpose. You have to have that why. Otherwise, it's—it's it's, you'll just be spinning your spinning your wheels and wasting your time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, Doyle, I want to jump into what I call the lightning round. Uh, and this is this is where we have a little bit of fun, and I know you've got some some goodies that, that we both want to share with my audience here at the end. But um, I've got a few core questions that I ask everybody, almost everybody. Okay, okay.
1: So, so as we what's, know, what's my coffees, favorite color.
0: Well, yeah. Well, as we know, coffee's for closers, right?
1: Okay. Well, I'm, could be <laughs> water, could be vodka. It's late here, so it's like, that's true. Yeah,
0: you're you're 10 p.m. right now as we're recording. Well, right? It's almost
1: 11. Yeah, almost 11.
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah um what's your favorite coffee or comparable drink
1: um you know what i wasn't a coffee lover until i came to australia and then i realized there's such a huge culture of coffee here and it's it's it is amazing you really notice the difference um i've almost become a coffee snob so when i when i go outside of australia i don't go to Starbucks or, I, or if I do, I understand what a Starbucks is and it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm glad I'm going back.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's awesome. I know. I, I started drinking
0: my coffee black and the same thing happened. I went, Oh, oh I okay. can actually taste this stuff now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and at home I'll, 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 make, um, I'll have a shot of espresso in the morning and then I might make myself a, a latte or flat whites. So yeah, I, I enjoy it now. <laughs> nice coffee. coffee I like it.
0: Um, what's the number one book or movie you recommend to sales reps or sales leaders, or in this case, small
1: businesses? Oh goodness. Can I, can I recommend my own book?
0: <laughs> totally. And we're going to tell everybody how they can get it potentially for free in a few minutes. Oh yeah. Awesome. Okay. Uh, hold what hold was your book up again though. Let, let's let, let me see. Uh, the book
1: Boom. Hashtag breakthrough. There you go. I love, it. I love it. Unleash your remarkable brand value, influence and authority. Um, actually I was reading, it's right here. Um, actually I got this, the persuasion code. I was in, um, uh, chapters Indigo in Winnipeg in June and I picked this one up. I'm so I'm still reading it. That's been a few months, but yeah, that's top of my book list. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Uh, social, if you want selling books, Mm -hmm. um, Daniel Pink has been one of my favorites. Um, social selling uh, as well by Timothy Hughes, uh, fantastic book about using some strategies in terms of social media for selling purposes as well. So awesome. Yeah. I'll write that down. Awesome. And who is someone
0: who you consider to be a mentor in your life?
1: Uh, good question. I would have to say, um, uh Mark Schaefer, he's um, a marketer from the U.S., and I actually presented with him at a conference, a marketing conference in Calgary, and I've followed him ever since. I invited on, him onto my um, podcast a couple years ago, and followed him, and he's like just doing some amazing sort of marketing uh, stuff, uh, strategies, and he's written like quite a few books and that sort of thing. So it's really cool to see because it can it's he's obviously a little bit older than myself. So you can kind of see we're on a similar trajectory, but he's like obviously way ahead, but no, I find that that's quite helpful. Seeing other people in the industry uh, doing quite well, um, getting their building their platform out as well. So it's, it's good to see Um, another fellow from Australia, Andrew Griffiths. He's um, a business nonfiction business author, very popular. He's written, I think about 12 books, Uh, He helped me with writing my books as well. So he's been really fantastic and supportive as well. So yeah, great, uh, great guy. So, Awesome, awesome.
0: And finally, the last question of the lightning round. What is the strangest thing you do in your daily routine (laughs) to stay on your game?
1: (laughs) The strangest thing. Um, That's a good question. Um, I would say I take, short little breaks every now and then um i also find it good and engaging to kind of travel a little bit throughout the day so whether that's taking a walk whether it's going into the um uh the city or whatever the case may be so just sort of something like that just kind of gives your your brain that sort of refreshing uh look at things so yeah and 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 and, and And some Red Bull every now and then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, or a a coffee. (laughs) Right
0: there's there's definitely some benefit to getting out of the home office, right? It's like oh, I go see sunlight, (laughs) go talk to people, you know. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) love it, love it. So Doyle, tell me about this leadership or the digital assessment that that you have available uh, for the audience here at Sales Team Rescue.
1: Yeah. So what it does is it basically looks at there's there's seven criteria. Um, It's what I call the um, uh, the digital leadership index. And what it does is identifies the seven core categories that businesses should have um, to be able to sort of navigate the digital ecosystems that are out there. So Um, We look at strategy. We look at, you know, developing a content plan. We look at developing, you know, your social media and sharing, making sure that works. Uh, Looking at your branding, your videos, your visuals, uh, making sure that your website is what I call aligned, right? It doesn't need to be the Best site on earth, but it does have to be aligned with your strategy and content and your branding and that sort of thing. Uh, the sixth step is developing a sales process uh, in the digital space, and then the seventh one is advertising analytics and automation as well. So, if you have those seven components, the seven disciplines of digital leadership, you kind of know where you're sitting um, and what you kind of need to work on as well. So, it's uh, it's a pretty detailed assessment. There's like three or four questions for each, so not not too onerous. And it gives you a score um, of sort of where you fit or where you sit, and then you can sort of see what you need to do to improve it. So awesome. Yeah.
0: So so those of you watching live, those of you listening, um, go to leadership.digital. So www.leadership.digital to take that assessment. And Doyle, if they do that assessment, I hear there's a little something something in it for them.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll send you a paperback copy, not a, not a, um, not a PDF. Not a PDF. You're welcome to have. I'll send you. I'll email you a PDF as well if you want. But yeah, I'll, I'll mail you a, a physical, physical copy
0: book <laughs> in snail mail. It will come to your snail door. You will mail. hold it in your hand to. Yes. and I find it very interesting because we're talking digital, yeah, and and the content <laughs> is delivered analog. But it's interesting because mean, um, I, I'm sure this is mentioned in the book, but this is actually a way you're, you're able to stand out, right? You, you're doing something different in a very loud age of everybody sending PDFs all over the place. And you're like, let me give you something yeah. to hold on to.
1: Yeah. Right. It's, it's so, a, it's a thud factor as the, as they say. Yeah. Right it's a noise it makes as it's, it's a physical product. Yes. So it does allow, and it look, it's, it's a teaching book too. It's, it's very educational uh, in tone. So you can take these steps. You can take these, these learnings and, you know, help build out your uh, digital strategy as well. So, and the ultimate game is what getting more sales so that it helps you uh, to do that as well. So, yeah.
0: Love it. Love it. Awesome. Well, Doyle, thank you so much for being on sales team rescue greatly appreciate it. Um, guys you again go take that assessment www.leadership.digital is the website take that assessment learn more about Doyle at the the, DEPT.digital department of digital as well Um, and guys be sure to join us next week as we go live every single week at 2 p.m eastern on Wednesdays and catch the replay of this episode And previous episodes at salesteamrescue.com. And if you want to book a complimentary sales team blueprinting session, you can also do that right at salesteamrescue.com. Doyle, thank you once again. Everybody remember, get uncomfortable, get results. We will see you next week. Cheers.
1: Awesome. Thank you, sir. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going.
0: You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.